people have been asking and it is finally here my next live event called work on your game live will be taking place february 3rd and 4th 2023 here in beautiful sunny miami florida where it's 80 degrees and sunny every single day if you want to get in person the live game that i talk about here on this show all the time the mindset the strategy the accountability the execution meet me directly work with me directly for two full days if you want to meet other like-minded people who are serious about working on their game go to work on your game dot live get your ticket to the event It's two full days here in miami i will see you at work on your game live again that is work on your game dot live get your ticket to this event this is an event that you do not want to miss if you want a reason to travel to miami in the middle of the winter if you want a reason to invest in yourself for your personal and professional development you want a reason to take your game to the next level when it comes to your mentality, your strategies, your plans of actions, your systems for executing and getting things done so you can produce results in this results-based business we call life. Go to workonyourgame.live, get your ticket, and I'll see you at the event. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Your market research is yourself. You are your market research. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is who do you serve and how do you serve them? We're going to talk about this as a business directed topic. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Before we do that, let me tell you, when I have a daily motivation text, I send out free of charge. Everyone who is in my texting community, this is a message that I guarantee will keep you focused, sharp and on point every single day. I send out every morning you want to get that text, text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And the next one I send out tomorrow will be going to your phone as it does thousands of others who are in my text community. Second thing, if you have not yet obtained your free copy, claimed your free copy of my book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs, go get it right now by going to 
thirddaybook.com. No, you already just texted me, so now you get my text. Now I go to thirddaybook.com, claim your free copy of my book. All we ask is that you cover the shipping so we can ship the physical book to you, and you'll have that book on its way to your doorstep, physical book to your doorstep. And the third thing, all you business-focused people who are serious about making more money in your business, I don't care how much you're making now, you want to make more. I am a systems and process-driven individual. If you want to put some systems and processes in place in your business and in your life that will allow you to do more in your business, because I work with people who are making money, they want to make more, but their challenge is maybe what's happening in their non-work life is slowing them down from doing their business. If that's you, I can help you with this training. If you're a person who your non-work life, you got it going how you want, but your business is not going the way you want it. You're not making the kind of money you want to make. And you know you need to put processes and systems in place. It's not just going to be more hard work. I can help you with this training. So go to workwhenyourgame.net. This training is 45 minutes long. So set aside that amount of time. It's completely free. Just go to the link that I just gave you, workwhenyourgame.net. There's nothing to do on that page but to watch the training. So go there, watch the training. And at the end of that training, if you would like you will be able to schedule a call with me. Get on a call with me directly and we can talk about how we can implement that stuff into your business. Again, that's at workonyourgame.net. So now that we got all the housekeeping out of the way, let's talk about today's topic, which is who do you serve and how do you serve them? This right here, this question that I'm asking, that is today's topic. This is the first question that every professional, every entrepreneur must answer when it comes to building your business crafting and deciding who your audience will be and deciding how you're going to go about doing what you're going to do. So let's get into how exactly we address this. Again, the two questions, that's today's topic. Who do you serve and how do you serve them? Point number one. So the first question is, who do you serve? The easiest answer to this question, though not the only answer, to be clear, is that you can serve the people who are in the position that you have been in in your past. In other words, you can serve the person who's sitting in a seat that you were sitting in five years ago or six months ago or 10 years ago. You're helping the people who are you, but five years ago, 10 years ago, six months ago. So, for example, give you an example of what I mean by this. If you want to serve this audience, the people who are who you used to be, the first products that I created and sold online, they were training programs for up and coming basketball players between the ages of 13 and 24, usually males who just wanted to get better at playing basketball. So they were trying to make their middle school, then high school, then college, then professional basketball teams. Now, there were some people who strayed from outside of that avatar, but most of my audience and the people who I made my material for were those players. And why is this? Because those players were, first of all, those are people who were attracted to what I was sharing. And secondly, that's who I was. I was a basketball player in my mid-teens and later teens and young adulthood who was trying to get better so I could make my high school, then college, then professional basketball teams. And I didn't have anyone teaching me how to play basketball and how to play or how to practice basketball, first of all, and then play basketball and how to do it the right way. Nobody taught me how to do it. So I taught myself. And then when I learned and figured it out, I started putting it on YouTube and I was basically paying it forward to players who were 10 years younger than me. And then when I got the idea of creating my own products, all I did was create products that answered the questions that I had had when I was 14, 15, 17 years old. So the audience that I drew were players who were just like me. They were just 10 years younger than me. They wanted someone to teach them how to play basketball, even though they didn't have a parent who was a basketball player. They didn't have a brother or sister teaching them. Nobody in the neighborhood took them under their wing and they didn't know where to go to get the information. The good news for them is that they go to the internet, whereas in my era, we couldn't go to the internet to get this information. So that's who my first product was, my first audience. The first who in my business, WHO, the first who was People who are me, just 10 years younger than me. 
That was it. And this can be the first who for you as well. And the reason why I'm bringing this up as an example is that this is usually the easiest who to serve is the person who has the problem that you used to have. So you already figured this out. Now that you've figured it out, now you can help the people who are coming behind you who have the same problem. They haven't figured it out yet. So what you're going to do is help save them the time and the energy and the frustration of having to go through all the challenges that you went through and figuring it out through trial and error. You already did all the trial. You already went through all the errors. Now all you got to do is tell them what works and sell it to them. Uh, you give it to them and they will pay you for it. This is it. That's it. I just gave you the whole program right there. So what you would have to do to do this is, first of all, you got to figure out what problem did you have 10 years ago or five years ago or six months ago that you have successfully solved that other people understand they have the same problem right now. And then how would you let them know that you have solved the problem and that they can get the solution from you? Now, that's the part you got to figure out. Now, I told you what happens at the finish line, but you got to figure out the entire race, everything that goes in between that. Or you can get help from somebody. I mean, I talk about this all the time. If you go to workonyourgame.net and watch my free training, I can tell you how I can help you do this. Watch the free training first. It's 45 minutes. You'll get value just from watching that training in itself. So that was my first product, just helping people solve the problem that I had already solved. So what we call this in marketing, some people call this scratching your own itch. So in other words, you take a problem that you solved and then you go to other people and say, oh, you got that problem. I had that problem. I fixed it. Let me tell you how to fix it so I can save you some time so you don't have to go through all the, the nonsense that I had to go through and trying to figure it out. So you're just selling the solution to people who are behind you so that they don't have to go through all the stuff that you had to go through to figure it out. This is the easiest and most accessible audience. And the reason is because you know exactly what their challenges are. See, if you're talking to an audience of people who are sitting in the same seat that you used to sit in, you know exactly where they're at mentally, emotionally, spiritually, maybe even physically. You know exactly what they're thinking. You know exactly what their frustrations are. You know exactly what they think is going to solve the problem that's wrong. You know exactly what they don't know that they need to know. You know everything about them. Uh, your market research is yourself. You are your market research. That's the good thing about solving your own problem or scratching your own itch is that you already have done all the market research through living your actual life. You got 10 years of market research under your belt because you actually lived it. So it's easy to get into this audience relatively quickly. Let me just say you can get into this audience relatively quickly. Let me not use the word easy because I don't want you all to be thinking that this is going to be just is going to happen tomorrow just because you did something, even though for some of you, it might depend on what you have in place. Asterisk. So. This audience, you have already done the market research and you know what you need to know. You know all their challenges and you have built in credibility because you have been in their place. So if I was to go and try to sell to an audience of, let's say I wanted to have an audience of people who've been in the military, I don't have built in credibility because I was not in the military. But as a side note, and we're going to get to this in today's episode, there are people in my audience to this day. There are people who are coaching clients of mine who have been in the military. So why would they come to me when I wasn't in the military? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But first of all, I have easier built-in credibility with basketball players because I was a basketball player. I have easier built-in credibility with people who come from the neighborhoods I come from, who look like me, who know, listen to the same music that I listen to because I can say, look, I'm exactly like you. Look at me. You can see it. But there are a bunch of people in my audience to this very day. Many of you who are listening to this right now who don't come from the place I come from, you did not the jobs that you work or have worked are nothing like the jobs that I work or have worked, yet you're still in my audience because there's a way to expand on this. I'm just telling you where you can start. I'm just giving you an idea of somewhere that you can start. This doesn't mean this is where you have to stay, and it doesn't mean this is where you have to end up. I mean, if you listen to me right now, if you're familiar with my work, you know that most of my material, I don't barely even talk about basketball. 
even though my background is in basketball. So I started by talking to 13 to 24 year old basketball players. These days, most 13 to 24 year old basketball players who are alive right now might not even know who I am because I'm not serving that audience anymore. I moved on to different audiences. So this is just where you can start. So most businesses start this way. You just figure out a problem that you used to have and you start solving it. And later you expand it to other audiences. So me, I'm at the later part, quote unquote. So the challenge with this, first of all, is that first you must scratch your own itch. You need to figure out the solution to your own problem. And then you have to have some proven outcomes and results from your actions before you can sell those solutions to anyone else. So here was my built-in solution was that I figured out how to get better at basketball by practicing on my own. And then I proved, this is a key word, I proved that I could do it by putting my videos on YouTube. So the basketball players who became my customers when I first started selling products, they were in my audience first. They were my viewers and fans first. They were watching me on YouTube and saw, all right, this guy clearly knows how to practice and he clearly knows how to play. That was already in their minds before I asked them for money. I want you all to understand the order of operations here. You don't ask for money, then try to prove yourself. You prove yourself, then you ask for the money. So I proved that I was good. Then I said to them, hey, here's what I can do to help you out. It's the same thing that I do to this very day. And you'll notice these patterns in my speech and the things that I say to you all is the same thing that I'm doing now. What am I doing right here on this show? I'm proving to you that I know what I'm talking about. Then I will make you an offer. Hey, go get this book. Hey, get on that. Go watch that free training. Hey, get on a call with me. We could talk about you working with me as a coach. You can get into my university. I prove to you first that I know what I'm doing. Prove to you first that I can explain myself. I prove to you first that I can break things down and uh, put them back together. Then I say to you, hey, here's a way that we can go deeper into this relationship. Same thing I did in basketball. I still do to this very day. I'm just doing it for different people and at a different level. It's the same thing that you do, by the way. You may not do it the exact same way that I did it. You might not even use the internet the way that I use it, but we all do the same process in order to any of you who's in business, you sell anything. This is the process that is gone through. Maybe you're not the one doing it. Maybe your company does it. Maybe you have people who work for you who do it, but this is happening one way or another. It has to happen in the mind of your prospect and a mind of your client before they become a client or a customer. So you scratch your own itch, then you prove that you've scratched it, then you can help other people do the same thing. Simplest way to do this, to scratch your own itch, because some of you right now, you have an itch that you have not yet scratched. It's like trying to, the middle of your back is itching and your arms aren't quite long enough, you can't quite reach it. All right, the simplest way to do this is to invest in yourself, get the results that you got from investing in yourself, then you basically teach your version of what you learned. That's the simplest way to do this. So investing in yourself, that is the fast track to solving your problem so that you don't have to go through all the trial and error. But you could go through the trial and error if you want. The thing is, it's who knows how long it's going to take you to figure that out. But whenever you figure it out, if you invest in yourself, you'll get done a lot faster because there are people out there who will tell you here's exactly what to do. The good thing about the world that we live in today, you know, in the world, the Internet as it is now, is that you can get access to this information relatively easily and quickly. So you're not like... You know, this is not 2005 anymore where you had to hope that you could find the information. Now, you just got to sift through all the information and just pick the right one. Moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is who do you serve and how do you serve them? So the second question is, how do you serve people? So you already figured out the who, and I gave you a good amount of the how in the first point, but let's go more into that how. How do you serve people? So if you already decided who you want to help out, because that's the first question, who do you want to help out? Usually that who becomes a as you move on, as the years go on, like myself, for example, and I'm a good avatar for this topic, is over time, as I kept helping the basketball players, the basketball players asked me about mindset. So I talk, started talking about mindset. Mindset opened me up to an audience of people who weren't basketball players, but they did like mindset. So that transitioned me from just basketball to 
people who are interested in mindset. As I talk more about mindset, they open me up to business opportunities. As I learn more about business, people would ask me, oh, I see, Dre, you're doing no more stuff business-wise. How are you able to do that? So I start talking a little bit more about the business stuff. Then talking about the business stuff, open me up to people who were just looking for business stuff, not necessarily mindset, but maybe a mix of business and mindset. And that got us to where we are today. So there, I just gave you a synopsis of the last 17 years of my life, just in you know, 45 seconds. That's how I ended up talking about the things that I talk about today. So the second thing is, how do you serve them? This is important because when you know how you can help people, this is what you have to communicate to your audience over and over again so that they know exactly what you can and will do to help them achieve a specific outcome. And you need to be clear about what you can do to help them and what the outcome is you're going to help them get. You need to know this. It's not their job to know it. It's your job to know it. I've talked to many people. I've gotten on calls with people, Zoom calls, phone calls, one-on-one conversations with people, people who have been in my events who they know that they want some form of help, but they're not quite sure what they want help with and they're not quite sure where they want to be at the end of getting that help. And that's okay. Because see, when you're the buyer, the customer, the prospect, the client, it's not your job to articulate exactly what you need. It's those of you who are on the other side of the table, the salesperson, is your job to articulate to them what they need. Even if they can't quite say it, you need to be able to put their words into their mouths in a way that's better than the way they can say it. You need to say what they are thinking better than they can say it themselves. That's your job. That's communication skills. And I talk about communication skills so much here on this show because it matters so much. If you want to persuade or influence another person, and by the way, all sales is persuasion and influence. If you want to persuade or influence another person, you better be a master communicator, not a good communicator, not an okay communicator, a master communicator. Because the better you are at communication, the better the odds you have of consummating sales. And if you want to make money, you better be able to sell. Everybody following me here? This is why communication skills matter so much. And I have episodes on improving communication skills. Let me give you a few of those just in case any of you is wondering right now, Dre, well, how can I get good at communication skills? So first of all, let me give you a few episodes to listen to. Go listen to episode number 2303, Clear Thinking Equals Clear Communication. Episode number 2257, How to Become a Master Communicator. Episode number 2208, How to Be Precise in Your Work, Communication, and Results. Episode number 2026, if you say to somebody that they are not listening, I rebuke you. They are listening. Your communication just sucks. Episode number 1779, How to Communicate with Impact. Episode number 1399, Working on Your Nonverbal Communications Game. Episode number 1264, Three Communication Skills You Must Master ASAP. Episode number 1257, Investing in Your Communication Skills. And episode number 766, Seven Biggest Business Communication Mistakes People Make. I'll stop there. I think I'll give you enough homework of listening materials that you can go through. So how do you serve them? It is very important to note that the simpler you can make what you do to help people, when somebody asks you what you do, the simpler you can make it, meaning that the easier you can make it for a person to understand it, like a fifth grader to understand it, the easier it will be for people to quote unquote get it. And thus, the easier it will be for them to make a buying decision and actually move forward, take the next step with you, whatever that next step may be. Because you need to make it simple, what you help people do. Not complicated. Don't make it go over their heads. Don't make it so complicated that they act like they understand it just so they don't feel embarrassed and say that they don't get it. Because most people who are confused will not ask you follow-up questions, by the way. 
When you tell somebody something that they don't understand, most of the time they will act like they do understand it, even if they don't. And they'll just leave you and go somewhere where they do understand what's being said to them. Because many people would feel a little bit embarrassed to admit that they don't get it when you say something. But if you make it simple, then you want to make it simple enough that nobody can't not get it. Everybody got me? So here's a simple framework for this question. So I ask you, what do you do? I help blank do blank. That's the framework. Should I say it again? Anybody miss it? Should I say it? Let me say it one more time. You can write it down this time. I help blank do blank. And that do can is just a, a verb. So you don't actually have to say the word do. You can just say whatever it is. So for example, I help basketball players learn how to dribble the basketball better. That's a framework. So somebody asked me, what do I do? I help basketball players dribble the basketball better. I help dentists get more implant clients. Another one. I help clothing companies sell more clothes. Here's another one. I help entrepreneurs make more money. All right, simple. I help blank do blank. So the do part, you can take out the word do and just insert the verb, whatever it is. So you help blank is the noun. That's the person that you serve. That's the who. And then the what is a verb, whatever the thing is they're going to do. And then the, the outcome is the subject. So I help entrepreneurs. That's the noun. Make. That's the verb. More money. That's the subject. Everybody got it? It's an English lesson for y'all. Noun, verb, subject. I help entrepreneurs make more money. All right, is that simple? Is there anyone who does not understand that framework? I help basketball players make more three-point shots. All right, you get it? And yes, you really need to keep it that simple to begin with. Now, here's the caveat, because some of you might be thinking, well, Dre, if I say that, then I might sound like too many other people, or I want to be more unique, or some of you are saying something that's way, way out of the universe of what I just said. And it's way too complicated and people have no idea what the hell you're talking about when you explain yourself. So let me put this in. While there are probably many details as to how you do that, for example, if I help entrepreneurs make more money, which I do, there are many details as to how I help entrepreneurs make more money. Now, if I tell somebody I help entrepreneurs make more money, if they are interested, they should probably be the one prompting that next answer, which is, oh yeah, how do you do that? Then I can give them the details. You get it? So don't give people all the details of what you do because they might not even be interested in the thing that you're helping people do anyway. Maybe they're not the right person. So you got to make sure. When I first got into entrepreneurship, one of my mentors said to me, Dre, when you're talking to people, the first thing you need to figure out is not how do you give them your full pitch because they might not even be interested. First thing you need to figure out, Dre, is are you talking to a prospect or a suspect? What's the difference between a prospect and a suspect? A suspect is a person who is not really your target customer slash client, they are not really that interested, or maybe they are simply not in the market for what you're offering. Even if you could help them, they just don't want it right now. That's a suspect. A prospect is a person who actually hits the yes on all of those. They do want what you're offering. They are in the market to purchase what you're offering, and they actually know that they need it. That's a prospect. So that's why you say something as simple as, I help entrepreneurs make more money. I'm just using that one as an example, because if I say that to an entrepreneur who's looking to make more money, they will respond by saying, oh, how do you do that? Oh, who do you help? Oh, where do you do that at? Oh, what kind of people do you serve? What kind of entrepreneurs are you talking about? See, a person who's a prospect is going to ask further up, further questions. A person who's not a prospect is going to say, oh, that's cool. And they're going to turn their head and go back at their phone. And that's fine. That's fine. That's a suspect. You don't want to keep talking to a suspect. You want to talk to prospects because that's the only way you can make money. Suspects can't pay you. Prospects can. Everybody with me here. Now, again, there may be details. There probably are details that differentiate you from everybody else. Everybody has their own way. Uh, How many people out there help people make money? A lot of people. Uh, Somebody who's a financial advisor helps entrepreneurs make money, but they do it completely different than how 
Dre Baldwin helps entrepreneurs make money. So we have two completely different processes, but we end up in the same place. You get it? So the details, you don't share the details until you know you're talking to someone who actually wants the details. So, so the basic idea, you keep it at the simple aforementioned statement. Something I learned in my education on copywriting, and copywriting is simply the words that you use to persuade or influence a person. It doesn't necessarily have to be writing. It can be spoken. This, what I'm doing right now is copywriting. When I give you my, at the beginning of this show, I tell you, text me to get the daily motivation. Go get my book the third day. Go watch my free training at workonyourgame.net. That's copy. I'm trying to persuade and influence you to do something. That's copy. So in my education on copy, I've learned that your audience, meaning the people who can and will give you money, they don't really care about the process of how you will help them achieve outcome X. This is very important. And many of you uh, up and coming professionals and entrepreneurs, this is an important point you should burn into your brain. People don't really care about the details of your process. They really don't. And many of us entrepreneurs, because we are, we are egotistical by nature, and that's the reason why we became entrepreneurs, because we say, no, we're not going to go work for someone else who has already figured out a process. We're going to create our own process and be our own bosses and be our own employees, and we're going to do it all ourselves, and we're going to work twice as many hours to do it on our own. Now, you have to have a hell of an ego to make that kind of decision. Most entrepreneurs, we are very egotistical in that sense. And because of this, we tend to believe that our process, how we help people achieve the outcome, how we help entrepreneurs make more money, how I help a basketball player get better at dribbling, we tend to believe that people really give a damn about our process when they actually do not. All they care about is, can you help me achieve the outcome? That's what they care about. And what they want is just the outcome. Can you help me get this outcome? Yes. Okay. okay. Tell me how we can do it. That's what people want to know. They won't say that to you, but that's what they want to know. There's few and far between somebody will actually tell you that directly, but that's really all they want. So they care that you can help them. What they want is pretty simple. In the business world, which means the exchange of money, most people just want to make money. Most people in this room who are listening, not in this room, or listening to this show right now, if you are a business professional in any way, entrepreneur, you work at a job, whatever you're doing, most of us are looking for ways to increase our income at some point. That might not be the number one driving factor for you right now, but when you're thinking about your business career, you are thinking about how can I make more money? Most business people are just looking for ways to make money. Simple as that. Most basketball players just want to get better at basketball. Most people who sell stuff, you just want to figure out a way, how can I sell more of my stuff at a higher price and get the people who buy from me to buy from me more often? That's pretty much it. It's pretty simple. The process of how somebody helps you do these things is just details that, again, most people are not really that concerned with the details, at least up to the point that they make a buying decision. Then they want to know, all right, what do we do now? All right, that's when you tell them all that after they have made a buying decision. But for the most part, you can keep this pretty simple. Now, a lot of salespeople talk way too much when you are trying to explain what you do to another person because they really don't give a damn about what you do. I talked about brevity in episode 1738, the skill of making your point without talking too much. Keep it simple. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is who do you serve and how do you serve them? So now that we answered both questions, Here's point number three. Once you are clear on these first two parts, you know who you serve, you know how you serve them, and you're keeping it simple, right? Then you come up with your proprietary idea, process, system, or brand name that differentiates you from anyone else who's offering the same thing because you probably won't be the only one. So you're the only person in the world helping people make money know. So what is going to differentiate you? That's where you get into all the other stuff. So the phrase would be, I help blank do blank with my blank. All right. So the last part is you add in the with my and then you add blank. 
So let me give you an example. I help basketball players get better at dribbling with my programs called Hoop Handbook. Hoop Handbook. That's the name of the program. And my website is called hoophandbook.com, by the way, for you basketball players or basketball moms or dads. You want your, your child basketball player to get better at basketball. Self-training programs you can get at hoophandbook.com. All right, that's copy, what I just did. All right, so I would also say something like, I help entrepreneurs make more money with my work on your game system, which I actually do. That's the truth. That's what I do to this very day. So I help basketball players get better at dribbling with my, I have a program that's literally called Simple to Advanced Ball Handling Program. So that's what I would do. You take someone like uh, Russell Brunson created a company called ClickFunnels. It was basically funnel building software. He would say, I help entrepreneurs make more money online with my software called ClickFunnels. That's it. Now, an entrepreneur who's trying to make money on the internet would be intrigued by that statement, would they not? They would say, oh, you help entrepreneurs make money online? I want to make money online. Your software is called what? ClickFunnels? What does that do? You see that question? That is communicating interest. Now, someone who's not interested in that would say, okay, that's cool. Congratulations on your business. And they would move on. In one statement, you have determined whether you have a prospect or a suspect. That's why you want to keep things simple until someone shows you that they are actually interested in knowing more about what you are doing. Do not word vomit on people about your stuff. People really do not care that much about your stuff. The only person who cares that much about your stuff is you and maybe your grandma. Nobody else. A very important caveat to add to all of this is that just because you have these three parts, who you help, how you help them, and your proprietary thing, just because you have these parts does not mean you have a business and it does not mean everything is going to start working for you. All right, I need to add that caveat in there. All right, this is not a business in a box. All right, I may create that business in a box. You must have in between points two and three, some proven results that you have actually helped people achieve specific outcomes. So if I say I help entrepreneurs make more money with my work on your game system, I need some proof that I've actually helped entrepreneurs make money with my work on your games. I need some proof that I've actually helped anybody do anything because that social proof matters a lot. Social proof is a big deal, especially these days on the internet, because that's usually one of the main things we look for before we make a buying decision with anybody. Let me see some proof that this person is actually good. Let me see some proof that this program or this product or this software or this service actually helps people achieve the outcome that this guy or girl is claiming they help people achieve. Because if I can see that they've helped other people, then I believe they can help me. But if you don't have any proof they've helped anybody, then I'm wary, no matter how smooth of a sales pitch they can give me. So the name of something may draw some eyeballs, but the results are what bring in the money because the social proof is what human beings want. Human beings, we are all, in some ways, we are all followers and that we want to see, did anybody else do this thing before we do it? There are very few humans on the planet who are willing to be the first one to go do something if they haven't seen that anybody else has done it yet. We call those the early adopters as a very small percentage of the population. Most people are that second wave. They're the people who come in after it's been accepted as a normal thing, then they all come in. That's when the masses come in. All right. Most people are part of the masses for most of the things that we do. So the early adopters, those are people who move with no social proof. I wouldn't try to build my business on that. But that's just me. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is who do you serve and how do you serve them? And this is the first question every entrepreneur must answer when building your business audience and decide about how you're going to go about doing what you do. Number one, who do you serve? Easiest way to answer this question is to just serve people who are in the seat that you used to be in, the people who are where you were 10 years ago. You solve your own problem, scratch your own itch, show that you have solved your problem, prove it, put it out there, put it on the internet, put it on social media. And when you show that you have done it, other people will want to know, well, can you help me do the same thing? The answer is yes. And then you charge them for it. Point number two, how do you serve them? This is important because this is how you will communicate to your audience exactly what you will help them do or help them achieve. Very important to note, that the simpler you can make this, the easier it will be for your audience to understand so that you can determine 
whether you have a prospect or a suspect. So you can say something like, I help blank do blank. I help basketball players dribble better. I help dentists get implant clients. I help entrepreneurs make more money. Make it very simple so that people can determine whether they are interested in more information or not. If they are, they will let you know. And if they're not, they will let you know that as well. Keep it simple. And point number three, once you're clear on the first two parts, then you can insert your proprietary process system, idea, brand name, whatever. So now it's I help blank do blank with my blank. And with my, that last part is whatever your thing is called or whatever you name it or whatever that is that makes it sound all fancy schmancy that serves your ego. But keeping in mind that most people really don't care still. So I can say something like I help basketball players get better at dribbling with my simple to advanced ball handling program. And I literally do have a program called simple to advanced ball handling. Russell Brunson would say I help entrepreneurs make more money with my online software called ClickFunnels. Steve Jobs would say I help non-techie people get on the Internet and have a phone and have an MP3 player with my smartphone called an iPhone. So you get the example here. So important caveat to add to all of this is just because you have these three parts does not automatically mean that you have a business because you still got a lot of work to do in between getting this into the hands of people, even though it may sound simple and a no brainer to you. It is not that for the people who had to make a buying decision with you, but you are on the right track if you're doing this. So the results were bringing the money. Remember that we're in a results based business. So with that said, text me to get the daily motivation free of charge to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And Go to workonyourgame.net, get access to my free 45-minute training where I help professionals like you make more money in 45 minutes or less. Watch that training. At the end of that training, I will give a link where professionals like you who want to make more money can schedule a call with me to get on the call. Then we can talk specifically about how to implement that stuff into your business so professionals like you can make more money. Workonyourgame.net is the name of that website. Again, work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.